Hello and welcome back to another episode of Infinite Nights Podcast. This is episode 22, part 2 of the first part. Um, my name is Barbara, a.k.a. Darth Queen. I am your host. And uh, today we are going to go over um, the books that we got today. We got some that are from the old days, like July 31st and all those in July. And also we got our comic books for this week, August 14th. Did we get everything for this week? Yes, we did. We got everything for this week. Um, And uh, we're also going to give you our review today on Deceased Number 4. And also House of X number one, Powers of X number one, House of X number two, and Powers of X number two, which came out this week. So, uh, honey, started off with the older books that we got, and I will tell you the new books. Uh, here is my guest with me, as always, Grandma Boba. Yes, go ahead, honey. So, uh, we got a variant of Powers of X number one. We got the connecting cover. Connecting cover variant. We also have the uh, powers of X number, number one. one of uh, another variant cover. The generational storm. We have the uh, Batman who laughs number seven. Variant cover. Variant cover. We've got the uh, deceased number four with the zombie Joker head. Variant cover. Variant. And we got a couple of true believers. We got Absolute Carnage, uh, Planet, Planet of the Symbiotes, and Carnage number one, Mind Bomb. Okay, so let me ask you something, because you just said it a different way that I would say it. So What's it's that? Sim, sim, so you say it symbiotes. Is it symbiotes or symbiotes? Or is it the same oh, as tomato, tomato? Yeah, I don't think Basically? it really matters, yeah. Oh, okay. I, just, I was just wondering. How did I say it? Symbiote. Symbiote? Yeah. Symbiote? I don't know. Okay, so we for this week, August 14th, we picked up uh, Symbiote Spider-Man number five. We got the regular cover for the this last, one. The last, it's a yes, five it out is. of five. Yes, so this is the last one. Uh, we got the regular cover for this one. It looks really great. It's awesome because it's uh, Mysterio and Spider-Man, well, black suit Spider-Man fighting, which is actually really cool. We also got uh, Absolute Carnage Scream. Number one, this is the regular cover also. This is not a variant cover. We got the regular cover. It's okay. really, really cool. It's really nice. I like how she has, because it looks like a she to me. It's a, it's a she. Uh, she has a bunch of guys wrapped up in her, in her kind of like webs, which looks cool. Her yeah, her symbiote yeah, thing, symbiotic, yeah. yeah. But it looks like webs. It's actually really cool, so. Yeah. Um, we also got Loki number two, which this cover I, is really I really, really like cool. Loki number one, so we went ahead and pulled the trigger on Loki two. Yes, and the cover's actually really cool. It's the regular cover, but it's Loki sitting down oh, that making. Is the regular? Yeah, this is oh, the regular okay. cover. I yeah. Know. Uh, so it's actually really cool because you see him making the Iron Man um, mask, and he's putting horns and, on and it. Tony Stark looks furious. Yes, so it's it's really cool. Um, we also got Wonder Woman number 76. We got the variant cover for this one, of course, like we always do. This is the Jenny, um, Frizzad, right, baby? This is the Jenny Frizzad Je- cover. Jenny Fri- Frizzle? Frizzle? Frizzle. Okay. 
Uh, it's a beautiful cover. This is an amazing cover. And we also got, of course, Powers of X uh, number two out of six. We got the regular cover for this one because um, they weren't able to get Havoc. So hopefully we will get Havoc soon, the cover for Havoc. But I, I'm, not, I'm not that interested in that. No? All right. Okay, so let's just jump right into these books. Um, the first book that we're going to give our review on will be, of course, Deceased Number 4, which came out August 7th, right? I believe so. It was August 7th, yeah. So, you so guys that, so know. That was, that was uh, last week? Yes. Okay. So we got, of course, for this one, we got the movie variant cover. And Did we get the regular as well? No, we didn't get the regular. We just got the movie variant cover and the Joker uh, zombified head we, variant we, cover. We have stuff that the LCS is holding on to. What, what, is, what, are, what is that? Are those variants or are those... What LCS? Did, we, did we get all of our pool or did, was there still some stuff? We have some stuff missing in our pool. We have some stuff over there that they're holding for us. Okay. Is it variants or is yeah, it... Yeah, variants. So all of the... We have all the stories. There's nothing that we're missing. It's just variants that we're missing. No, we're missing Absolute Carnage. Oh, we didn't get that? Okay. No, we have we have the regular cover for Absolute Carnage, and we also got the variant cover for Here it. Here or over there? Over there at the okay. comic book store. Okay. Um, and you have also Major X number zero oh. that you need to pick up too. Okay. So, let's go into Deceased number four. Like I was saying... We got the variant cover, the movie edition one, which is, uh, what's the name of the movie now? Final Fantasy? No. No. Wait. Final Destination. Final Destination. I always confuse those two. I don't know why. So, uh, and we also got the Joker one that he's, uh, undead. Okay, so the book starts off, of course, with, um, we see Adam. Adam? Captain Adam. Yep. And um, they're deep underground. And apparently he tries to go outside and help. And he gets the, the anti-life equation in him. Oh, yeah, it's... Um... I'm so sorry. I can't think of his name. So, Ray Palmer was in the cadaver, and he's so small that you can't see him that he went into... They had him in there, I guess, trying to figure out what was what was happening, or if there was a way that they could, you know, beat or alter this infection that was, you know taking over slowly taking over the world and you know that he must have snuck into Captain Adam you know un yep. unseen so that's actually awful because Captain Adam is a destructive person um, okay so then we get to the part where Superman comes back from picking up his mom Martha and seeing if his uh, mom and dad were okay and we know that his dad is a okay. zombie. Yeah. So uh, they come back. They embrace each other. They hug each other. Um, we see 
all the other people, a green, the Green Lantern, which the new Green Lantern, yes, and um, Green Arrow, and they're telling Batman, "Hey, you can't go back out there. Uh, if you see it, you're gonna turn, right. and you are very, very powerful, and we can't have you do that." And he tells them, "I'm fine. I won't see anything. I have been looking at everything to." X-ray vision. I thought that was a really that cool. That was really that is super cool. That is just awesome. So he's looking at everything through X-ray vision, so he cannot Ever f- whatsoever. Since the first hint of what was going on, he was using the X-ray his X-ray vision. So he cannot whatsoever turn. I am hoping he doesn't because he shouldn't. He shouldn't turn. So because if he turns. It's going to be bad news because Captain Adam is already turned and him turned to. That'd be really messed up. So you would have to kill him immediately. I don't even know if a bullet would be able to kill him anyways. So you got to get Crypt tonight in order to kill him. So that, that would be really difficult to kill an undead Superman. So, um... We finally see that, um, oh my god, I forgot her name, Lois Lane, wow, they're gonna broadcast the message and let every superhero know, hey, we're here, we need you to come over here, we need to fight this undead beings and stuff like that, so... She starts broadcasting, and it's so cool because you see, you see heroes, you see regular people, you see villains, which is super, super cool. Uh, even um, the goddesses get the message, queens, everybody, everybody gets that message, and it's so, so cool. So they're trying to. Even Diana hears it, which is... She knows that there's something going on, and she says, Metropolis. So they need to start preparing to fight and stuff like that. So they're getting ready. Because Mira... Mira appeared in... Themyscira. Themyscira. Thank you very much. And um, she told the queen what happened and all that stuff. So then we go back to Keystone City, and we're trying to find... Barry and Wally, which are the Flashes. So they finally, of course, Superman is the one who sees them. Right. And um, he goes in there, and the Flash tells him, hey, we can't leave. And Superman's like, why? Let's go. Come with me. And he's like, well, Batman told us not to to move, because it wouldn't be a good idea if we were infected. So that was actually really cool that freaking Batman told them, hey. This is what's going on. Stay put. Yeah, so that was actually really, really cool. Um, So they finally go. And uh, then we see a page where we go back to Gotham. And we see Harley fighting the... Birds of Prey. Undead Birds of Prey. Undead Birds of Prey. So she's fighting them there. And then, of course, Poison Ivy comes and helps her out. So that was that was really cool. She didn't expect her to 
to come in at that moment. Okay, so then we go back to the broadcasting in Metropolis. Metropolis, right? Yeah, we're on the Daily Planner, I believe. Yes. Okay, and um, all of a sudden, they hear this loud noises banging, and um, Superman's son says, "I can see her." And they're asking her who, like who? It's getting louder and louder. And it is, of course. So we see, who do we see, honey? Giganta. Holy crap. Well, undead. (laughs) Yeah, undead Giganta. So everybody starts trying. In her giant form. Yeah, so everybody starts trying to fight her, of course. And um, they're trying. And then we see the Batmobile. Mm Mm-hmm. And Damien apparently thinks that it could be problematic. He thinks that it's his dad. So, uh, he's like, what? And she grabs... He gets a little disappointed when he sees that it's it's not his father. So then we see Superman... Well, he hasn't gotten off yet. We still see the thing. Um, So then we see, of course, Superman... Green, uh, the Flash and the new Green Lantern, of course, and they come hauling butt and they hit Giganta. Of course, Superman hits Giganta, and then all of a sudden, this this was a badass moment. I'm yeah, sorry, but cool. I loved it because we didn't expect her to come in all of a sudden, and she's like, "Superman, move!" And he's like, "What?" He he says, "Wait," and she goes, "What?" We can't kill her. Maybe there's a thing that we can get out and we can cure the infected. So all of a sudden we hear a boom. We didn't expect that either. Yeah. And it's Cyborg. He shot the crap out of her head. He blew a hole in her head as bigger than him. Bro, that was so cool. And then he, Superman tells him, Cyborg, what have you done? So he says, she wasn't alive. None of them are. We need to talk. So this is big now. And finally, the um, the bat copter lands, and he thinks it's his dad, of course, Damien. And it's yeah, Alfred. Yeah. So he says, "I'm sorry, son." And this was really, really beautiful and really touching. Right. Um, how he gives him. He said you were ready you were worthy of it already so he wanted to give him the bat suit which is really really cool it's a really sweet moment i like that too so then um you finally see cyborg talking to everybody of course uh the flashes superman telling them everything he knows that he says they're not zombies and of course Green Lantern, um, Grum. Green Arrow's funny. Quote, hey man, if it grows like a zombie and shuffles like a zombie. Yeah. That was, that was actually really uh, funny. I would have thought The Flash would have done a joke like that, but it was uh, Green Arrow. I don't think uh, The Flash is like in the, Not himself right now. I think yeah. he's freaked out. So, um... He tells him, no, it's an anti, it's the anti-life equation. They're not, they're not zombies, you know? And then we see, uh, Hawk Girl 
mm-hmm. coming down from the sky, and of course, yeah, what was that recently? Diana catches her. Incoming, Kendra. So, Captain Adam was the one who who knocked her out of the sky. So they, Superman and Wonder Woman, haul butt to Washington D.C. to try and get Captain Adam because he's blowing the crap out of everything. So Superman and Wonder Woman finally get there and grab Captain Adam. And you see um, Superman kind of struggling, you know? He goes, ah! And Wonder Woman tells Superman, hold him. So then we get to the end of the page. One of the end of the pages. And he blows. He was was an atomic that exploded. Yeah, Yeah, he blows. So we don't know if Superman and Wonder Woman made it out. Uh, Huge. It's double, double. Yeah, it's humongous. Double page spread. Yeah. So it goes all the way to Metropolis. It nails everything. So, and that's where the book ends. So we don't know right. what happened, if anybody is alive or anything. So it left us on a big cliffhanger. I have heard from a lot of people that this book wasn't as good as the other deceased, like one, two, or three, that it didn't leave people with uh, like a good ending. Well, like I mean, an ending like and, a... And, I mean, out of the other books, if mm-hmm. you were to rank them, what's your favorite, second favorite, if you had to rank them? If you had to rank the I, ending, you mean? Or the whole book? Whatever you want. Whatever you want to rank. You want to rank just the end? or Because the, the, the last three books have been endings of touching endings. Like, oh, man... That sucks. Like, oh, Superman lost his dad. Uh, the previous one, uh, Alfred had to shoot Batman. The previous one from Batman, Batman turned. So they're all basically sad ones. To me, the ending for this one is a bigger cliffhanger than any of those three for me. I agree, me. I agree. Because you don't know if anybody's alive anymore. Right, right, right. Captain Adam blew the shit out of everybody. The the other endings were more of a sad tone. Yes, the other endings. More of a cliffhanger. This this is more like holy shit, what the fuck is gonna happen in the next issue? Is everybody alive or is everybody dead? That's how this issue left me. So out of all four, this the the ending of this one is my favorite one. Because I really like, I think it was number two, where you see, um, it was so badass, where you see Aquaman in the boat. And then you see Aquaman coming towards these people. Right. I don't know if it was two or three, but that was, that was badass. But overall, ending wise, this is the best ending so far. It left you like... What the hell? Didn't I call you over the phone and I told you, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe that ending. So I gave this book a five out of five. 
because it is amazing and it's one of my favorite books out this year and I have read a lot of books so far but this is my favorite book this year and Batman Dam was good but this is my number one of the year your favorite uh, storyline so, so far, far yes and House of X is good and Powers of X is amazing they're both good but deceased hands down this year's best what do you rate it honey I, I give it a, a 4.75. Okay. Okay. So now, we're going to go into one of the biggest books anticipated now. Because this is a... This is this has been the top seller for every week. This, this is an uh, absolute... Uh, mm -hmm. Carnage. I really don't know. I guess the DC right now is, is Leviathan is the big year of the villain. Mm-hmm. But and deceased. Right now, in Marvel, I believe that this is the biggest right now, House of X. So. Oh no! Absolutely. It's a, the reshaping of the the history of the X Men. Remolding everybody. So let's go into the writers of this book, and the creators and all that stuff. Uh, Jonathan Hickman. Hickman. So Jonathan Hickman. Hickman is the writer. Pepe. Larez. Larez is the artist. Right. Marte Garcia is the color artist. VCs Clayton Carls is the letterer. And Tom Muller is the design. And the cover artists are Pepe and Garcia. Okay? So, we got the regular cover on this one. Um. What did you think of this cover, honey? For House of X number one. I, I liked it. It was a, you know, I mean, I knew, I've seen the cover months ago in the previous books. But, I mean, I, I liked it. Okay, so let's go into this. So the first thing we see in this book, um, it's humans of the, humans of the planet Earth. While you slept the world change professor x so that is how basically it starts and um we see basically we see professor x with this helmet on it's like a portable cerebral exactly that's what it is that's what it looks like and um so this issue, issue one, is called The House That Xavier Built. So you see him standing in like this mass of trees and it's like a strange gunk. garden. Yeah. And I mean I guess this is this is Krakoa. Yeah. And it says to me, my X-Men. And they're coming towards him. So we see, of course different splashes here of five months ago Karkoa, then four months ago in Westchester uh, three months ago the blue area on the moon two months ago Mars one month ago the Savage Land three months ago Washington DC two weeks ago and then the Jerusalem Habitat 
So we see a bunch of different... In the one of Westchester, we see Storm with a flower. In the first one, we see Colossus. In the blue area of the moon, who's that, babe? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Mars? I'm not sure either. I know that we see here in the Savage Land, I think that's um, like a beast, right? Could be. So, we're they're in the Jerusalem habitat, I believe. Now, let me see where are they Pepper Larissa's art is incredible, man. Yes, it is. Incredible. It's really nice. The, the art is beautiful. That guy is amazing. So, we see a bunch of ambassadors and congressmen and a bunch of other men coming to Arcola, basically. To this habitat to come and see the habitat and see what the profess the the mutants are doing of course and we see magneto he looks so badass in this is this page he looks really really cool so they and wanted he's, he's to talk wearing to, he's wearing white yes it just looks so cool in the white he they wanted to talk to xavier but of course uh, Magneto tells him Charles won't be joining us today. He is otherwise engaged. So basically, Magneto is the one giving the tour of Karkoa. So then we see this page. These are the different pages that there is. I don't know if you guys have read them, but there there's ones for mutants and ones for humans. This is the Flowers of Karkoa. If you have read this book, you have to, um, if you haven't read it either, you have to read it. These books are amazing. So then we go into this part where we're in the gray Malkin habitat. It's in Westchester, New York. And we see, of course, Jean Grey coming in with other mutants into this habitat. So they go into, like, a portal in order to come into Karkoa. And then, of course, we see... So we see Cypher and Sage in this, like, portal room, basically. And yeah, they I, are I don't. The ones. I don't know who any of these. I don't know. I'm not familiar with these characters. So, um, they are basically the ones that monitor who goes in and out of Karkoa. Right. So they notice that they see Jean Grey and Marvel Girl coming in to Karkoa. Well, Jean Grey is Marvel Girl. She's actually dressed up like Marvel Girl, the original. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's Jean. So they came in, and then we see... Wolverine playing with kids. Yes. Laughing. And super, super happy. And of course, we see um, Professor X with his helmet on. And he speaks to Jean Grey in their minds. Welcome home, Jean Grey. You're safe here. We all are. And she smiles back, and she's kind of like teary-eyed. Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah. She's kind of teary-eyed in that moment. Yeah, she looks really happy, yeah. 
He's, he seems to be, you know, comforting her. So then we see another page here where it says Corcoa Pacific. And, of course, if you notice and if you've read the book and if you see this page, you see a page where there is a map. Generally, all of Corcoa is in a general mass. And, of course, in this map, there's a part that is kind of, like, highlighted. It's not highlighted, but there's a part missing to the map. So maybe we'll find out later what it is. You mean like a like a blackened area? Yeah. See. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. And then um, we see. Okay, so these are basically like former Hydra and former AIM people that we're seeing here. So there's this like mega mold, and of course we see a big sentinel head. So. That's not good. So then we see, of course, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Sabretooth. Sabretooth and Mystique, and this guy. Classic uh, Brotherhood. Well, yeah. well, we would used to know as Brotherhood. We'll see what what becomes now. So, uh, and then we see, of course. The Fantastic Four, and they capture Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. And then they they the uh, Mystique goes through to go come back to Karkoa, and uh, we're seeing the Ambassador still, and Magneto is showing them around. And he's showing them all the things that there are and all the lands and stuff like that. They don't get to go into the deepness of Karkoa. They're only seeing basically the... Just the outside. They're not going to see what else is inside because they can't pass because they're humans. So you have to be mutant in order to be able to pass through the portals that they have. That's what he's basically saying. And he's telling them, hey, this was actually a really, really cool part where he says, you have heard Charles Xavier's offer. Mutants are the evolutionary inheritors of this world, all of it. But instead of claiming it, we are giving it to you and keeping only a small portion for ourselves. The islands you see is ours, and ours alone. Man is not welcome there. So basically, Magneto is telling them, back the fuck off. You have the rest of the earth. Take the freaking right, offer. They, they, they could take the, the, the whole planet. They just, yeah. they just, they just, just wanted want that area to be recognized, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, we finally see that Mystique crosses over and the Fantastic Four have Sabretooth. And what we see come through the portal afterwards is Cyclops. So, we see Cyclops talking to them and you see Invisible Woman all sassy and crap. And of course you see Mr. Fantastic? Is his name? Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Sue, Sue's husband. 
real serious. I mean, yeah, because they're, he's negotiating for uh, for saber tooth. Yeah. So he's trying to negotiate, and you see this. It's kind of like a standoff, basically. Yeah. And you see um, Cyclops, his hand, you know, clenched, like he's ready to to fight. Yeah. Both of them are. Yeah. Everybody. Both is. both sides are ready to go at it. But, and you see a little tinkle in Cyclops' eyeglasses, meaning you see his power coming through a little bit. But then he goes, why don't you keep him? We'll deal with it some other time. Some other way. So he just, basically, Summers decides to back off. Mm -hmm. And he tells them Goodbye will greet your son for me. He tells his that her son and Reed Richards' son Franklin. is welcome. Franklin. Mm -hmm. In Karkoa. Well, Franklin's a mutant. Yes. So he's welcome. How the hell is he a mutant? He was born with powers. He didn't get them through an accident or through science. Or is it because a mutant they is had a powers? Oh, Yes. And that's the reason why he was born with well, powers? I mean, there, there are mutants born from regular people who weren't members of the Fantastic Four, but I'm assuming, yeah, it's because they have powers. But it's not necessarily... But Franklin's considered, like, one of the most powerful... Mutants? Yeah. Okay, so we go back to Corcola and we see Magneto again, and he's still telling them, hey, take the offer, this and this and that. So they're basically not not taking the offer, and he he notices that they have guns on them, so he gets the guns from them, and he was asking them, what what were you going to use them for? It wasn't, I wasn't going to use it. It was for my protection. They're telling him. So you see Magneto grab a flower and tell these people off, and I believe. You have new gods now, he tells them at the end. So, at the end of this book, of course, it shows you the order that the books are going to come out, the reading order, which they have three of them highlighted, which is House of X number two, House of X number five, and Powers of X number six. So these are big, big issues because they are highlighted in red. The other ones are highlighted in black. So, the red ones are major, major issues. So, the next but, one... But you, sh you know, house and powers are... You, you, you can't read... You should read them one after another, not House of X1 and then House of X2. Yeah. So, you read House of X1, then Powers of Here's the X order that one. it has it. It has it. House of X number one, powers of X number one, house of X number two, powers of X number two. Then the, here it changes a little bit. Then powers of X number three, then house of X number three, then house of X number four, then powers of X number four, then house of X number five, powers of X number five, house of X number six, and powers of X number six. So they change. So try not to get confused and follow the reading order so you can be able to read them in, in that order. And of course, 
there's this that we are we are ciphering so for the next book which is powers of x number one um you have to try and figure out we're gonna put on our twitter we have a little thing that we found and um it tells you the letters and the um so you can decipher it yourself but the next book would be called of course powers of x the curious case of moria x so that's what the next one would be called so overall this book was really really good i we i give it a five out of five because it was really really good it's not bad i have never read an x-men book really yep really so this is super brand new. Well, I to guess me. yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it's cool. Yeah, I guess if if you if you you have had read. read a lot of X Men, but you've seen movies and whatnot. But I mean, like you'll see what such what a big grand thing that they're doing in the overall history of X Men ever. You know. You have read X Men. Sure. Books before, correct? I used to read when uh, Claremont and uh, Mark Silvestri was the artist, and I mean, yeah, I've read quite a bit of X Men, but I mean, over the last 10 15 years, I haven't. Okay, you guys, so now we're going into Powers of X number one. Uh, we got the variant cover for this one, and this variant cover is really cool. It's a new character, of course. She uh, has this sword that is lit up, and she's in the middle of a fighting. What do you think about this cover, honey? I loved it. And this, that's, the, that's why we got this cover, because he loves it. So, we go into Powers of X number one. I think this is, this is a different artist and whatnot. I don't know yes. if you want to call that out. Yes, Same writer. Yes, that's what we're going to do. That's why I was opening it. Okay, so the writer is Jonathan Hickman. The artist is Sil Silva, R.B. Silva. Uh, the inkers are R.V. Silva and Benedito. Uh, the cover artist is Garcia. The letterer is Clayton Cowles. And the design is Tom Mueller. And the cover artists are Silva and Garcia. So, we open up this book and it says, Here's the thing, Charles. It's not a dream if it's real. So, it, that is quoted by Moria Mittager. So, we see the different evolutions, basically, of Professor X. The first one is the X-Men Year One, The Dream, which he is regular in that one. The X-Men Year Ten, The World, which is him with his helmet on, which is the Cerebro that he could take anywhere. This is, then, the, this is not him. Yes, I know. Okay. Then the other, there's another one that is the X-Men Year One, Hundred, The War, which this is, what's his name? Nimrod. And then there's the last one, the X-Men year 1000, and his name is? Ascension. It's not his name. Well, well Ascension. Yeah. I don't know who that is. I don't know who it is Who's either. the last one? 
Well, one is the dream, one is the world, one is the war, and the other one is ascension. Okay. So then we see Charles Xavier, the X-Men near one. We see him in a carnival type of place. And we see Moria X come towards him. And she's talking to him. And she's telling him all these things. And that if he would believe her, if she told him something. And he said, I'm sorry, do we know one another? And she says, yes. We go back quite a ways and then he says who are you and she tells him why don't you read my mind Charles read my mind and see and when he sees what he sees he's in awe basically so then we go back to Carcola and we see Mystique this is year X the X-Men year 10 and we see Mystique coming back into Corcoa and she's turning in what she retrieved. She's giving it to Magneto and of course um, Charles Xavier is there. And she told them that um, they caught, of course... Sabretooth? Yes. So then we see, supposedly, I have heard mentions of this, that Charles Xavier has telekinesis. I mean, he has telekinesis. Is it telekinesis? I mean, usually no, he doesn't have that. Okay. Some Somebody assumed that, but that doesn't mean anything. Okay. Well, I just, I just want to throw it out there. Okay. But did, did you notice that or no? I, I, I assume that it was uh, okay, Xavier that was, I mean, that it was Magneto that was... Uh, okay, wait a second, because now I'm looking at it again, and he's extending his hand, and the thing is going towards him. I mean... Could it be possible? I guess it could be. Has he ever had that power before? No. Okay, maybe since it's a different year... Could it have been? I assume Magneto? that it was him, but I mean, I don't know. They're... Right now, I'm looking at it, and it looks it's like he's like, extending his hand. Have... I yeah. don't know. We'll see, honey. I don't know. So maybe, then, maybe he does, but that—that's different. So maybe then, we're in because the... of the helmet or because of what maybe. he's wearing. I don't know. Then we see the X-Men year 100, and we see all these new characters. There's a bunch of new characters in this one. And we see the Sentinels destroying everything, and we see that brand new character, of course. Peter Rasputin. Yes, so apparently she is Rasputin. That's what they say, this new character that's here. So they're fighting and trying to get away from the Sentinels, and... Um, they take a prisoner, of course. They take a sister. Is that the, the black Rasputin. brain? Rasputin. Yeah, that black brain girl. So they take her. And. We are. We see Nimrod. And all his peoples. He's on like a ship. Or no, a tower, my bad. It's a tower. And um, they got the prisoner, and they're trying to get things out of her to find out what 
they wanted to do there and what they wanted from them and stuff like that. And she says that she's not going to say anything. So Nimrod puts her in a in this chamber mm-hmm. to torture her to see if he can get anything out of her. But they're not getting anything from her. So that's I don't think it's the first time that she's ever been tortured or something. Yeah. I think, so, they, I think they mentioned that. Yeah, they don't get anything from her. So you see Rasputin and her other pe- the people who survived with her go through the portal into Karkoa. And we see, of course, Wolverine. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's Logan. It could be Logan. Mag- it looks like Logan. It looks like Logan. Uh, Magneto. And two other characters. Do you know their, them? I sure don't. And two other characters. And that was actually pretty cool how you see, you know? Yeah. But is that Krakoa that they went to? Yeah, they're in Krakoa. How do, how do you know them? They went into the portal, honey. And it said, oh, we're now arriving yes. in Krakoa? Okay, okay. Also, oh, it looks really different. Yes, it looks different. From... But that's like a thousand years in the future, no? Yes. And then we go into year 100,000. 100,000? Yep. Wow, that's crazy. This is the... And we see, of course, this is Nimrod. This is the Ascension. Yes, this is Nimrod. Nimrod the Greater. greater. It's like a little... A little thing there. So... And he's talking to... This character. So, basically, he is the Librarian... Librarian. Librarian. Yeah, sorry. But I'm not. I'm not sure if that's his name. Uh, and they're talking about the Homo sapiens and about a greater world. And you see the mother mole. You see the mole. It's doing something to Carcola. And then that's where it ends. And then, of course, you decipher the back, and you can find out the name of the next one. And it is Then Hello Old Friend. That's the next one. So, honey, overall, what do you give Powers of X number one? Uh, you know, very interested in the story. It looks great. What do you give it out of uh, one out of five? I give it a five. It's a really good I'll book. I'll give it a five. It's a really, I'm really, really good I'm, book. I'm really curious how you're going to feel at the end of this being a new X-Men reader. Mm-hmm. If you're going to want to continue reading X-Men or not so much. I'm very curious to see what kind of effect this has on you. Let's see. So far, so, so, so far it's really good. It's not bad. And I know Moria X from the, from the... Moria McTaggart. Moria McTaggart from the movies. That's where I know her from. Because okay. I've cool. never read any other X-Men books. That's so where cool. I know That's her cool. from is from the first class and stuff like that. So you guys, this is the end of this episode. Uh, we will do and another podcast. next episode, yes. we, will, we, will, we will do House of X number two. two. Powers of X 2. Yes, and Powers of X 2 in our next so one. So we can get caught up to... You know, we've already read this. Yes, but, we have. But, so we can get ca- kind of caught up because we're so far behind. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Because Remember, follow us on Twitter, Infinite Night Podcast. 
uh, follow us there and give us any comments or anything that you guys think about these House of X and Powers of X books. Anything else you want to include there, honey? Good night, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. So till next time, we'll see you, okay?